Gibson is an author, parent coach, and neurolinguistic practitioner. Her willingness to give back, eagerness to do good, and ability to persevere are just some of the many factors that make her the inspiring person that she is today. Welcome to another episode of In Love With Me, where we feature inspiring individuals who will share their amazing stories. I am Martha Yuna Velasco, and for this series, our topic is owning your own craft. This season, we aim to highlight game changers who continuously own their own craft and share their gifts with the world in hopes of making it a better place. Joining us today is a game changer in more ways than one. Um, what I saw is she is a brain builder for the past 28 years, a parent coach, uh, author, and speaker of revolutionized um, hashtag parenting so they can gain confidence raising teens. So without further ado, let's welcome this beautiful woman right here, all the way from Hawaii, Karen Gibson. Hi, Karen. Hi, Mafei. Thank you so much for giving me this opportunity. I'm excited. And thank you. Thank you for taking the time out. And uh, thank you also, a special shout out to Sandy, your co-author, who yes. was able to uh, introduce us and your bestie, uh, Deslin also. Yes. Hello. So always, and as I mentioned earlier, that I didn't want to talk too much because I know that I'm going to get to know you more um, when we're, we're on live. And I, I want to share you with the community. So for the community who are here, uh, have been here for years with In Love With Me, please share with them a little bit of your background or more. It's up to you, <laughs> who you are. And of course, what more do you do? Well, I'm the mother, first of all, of two adult daughters. So I have learned a lot. I've navigated that roller coaster journey of parenting. My daughters are 20 and 26. So I've gone through the turbulent teen years. I've gone through the empty nesting journey and I've also uh, tutored. So I've been involved in educating kids since 1994. So it's been a long time. So my goal, my mission is to revolutionize parenting, like you said, and really help parents navigate, you know, that this journey of parenting is not easy. You have six kids. You, to me, are an expert at parenting because you just have tons of stories yourself. I think that a lot of parents are extremely stressed these days, more so because we feel the need to meet the milestones and really live up to society's unrealistic expectations, which causes never-ending stress. You know, So I actually created an online course. It's called Breaking the Cycle of Anxious Parenting. And I think it's, it's something that no matter how much you plan and you read and you research and you experience you're never prepared of what's coming up, right? <laughs> and you know, it's funny because a friend of mine, also a fellow mom, we, 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 we joke around uh, as much as we list everything down, as soon as you drive away from the driveway, you're always forgetting something. No matter how you double check the baby bag, you double check, you know, if they have their water or whatnot. And 
Thank you. Thank you for being that voice, um, that powerful voice to to parents that just don't know what to do, it's especially like you mentioned, it is unpredictable, right? Yes. <laughs> and I think it's accepting that you might forget the water bottle. You might forget something you feel is important right. and mm -hmm. just trust that you'll be okay. Because yes. I remember those moments where you think, oh my gosh, I failed as a mother because I forgot to, or maybe I lost my temper or I mm -hmm. said something that I shouldn't have, you know, and, and we forget that we're not um, invincible, but we feel we should be. Mm -hmm. And, and, you know, for being a mom of daughters, of course, you know, I have one. What is the biggest, I guess, lesson that you've learned? Um, just being a fellow woman yourself like i know it's different having a daughter because you you have seen <laughs> seen the craziness of the world i've right? i've seen the craziness <laughs> and they're two even though you have you know i have two daughters they're two separate beings they're almost from different universes and i really believe that i needed to let go of control no matter how much i I tried to prepare emotionally and mentally and had that that life lesson or the supportive words, you realize that sometimes the words you think they need, they don't want to hear or they're not ready to hear or they don't, they, it doesn't resonate with them the way that it resonates with us. And that's okay. That's okay if we say words that don't, you know, they're not, they, they don't feel supported, but you're there for them. I think that's what I've learned. I interviewed my youngest, um, class of 2020, and she said, I said, what do teens need? And she said, to be heard, understood, and not judged. And I thought, that's what we all need. You know, I tutor a lot of boys, and it's, and it's very different with boys. They're just, so how was your day? Okay. I asked my, you know, my six-year-old or or 15-year-old, well, you know what happened today? And they talk a mile a minute and you just think it's it's so different, you know, the way boys communicate and the way girls communicate. It's it's interesting. Mm -hmm. Yes, I totally see it. And I look back to where I was younger and I was like, wow, I really have to like as a parent, right? You really have to mm -hmm. step back and understand, okay, when I was that age, I was exactly the same. You know, the cycle probably is different because we're in a different age and we've experienced yes. so much that we feel like us, like you and I, Karen, I'm pretty sure we're like, yeah, we know it all. You got to ask us, you know, but I love that. I love that you asked your daughter and she, I mean, the, the, the main thing that really, I think, um, is a highlight is just being understood, being yes. heard, right? And as women, we love that. We love you to listen to We us. love that. And I think as mothers, though, we feel like, like you said, mm -hmm. if you listen to me, you will avoid the mistakes. Yes. If you listen to, you know, just my suggestions. Lately, mm -hmm. I've been told, well, is this going to be one of your life lessons? <laughs> no, right. no, no, no. I just, I just want to have a conversation. And yeah. then you realize, wow sometimes they might not want the conversation they just want to share without needing our mm -hmm. advice amazing and you know you are such a super woman because being a mom alone is already a 24-hour uh, job and you dived in teaching 
So that means you're really like every second of the day is mentoring others. So what would you say is your teaching philosophy? It has changed. The first, I would say 20 years, I really focused on academics. My job was to make sure they achieve their A's, they, you know, have the proper study habits. And in the past, I would say between three to five years, mm -hmm. I decided that their mental health needed to be priority. They needed to know that their grades did not define their worth. Mm -hmm. And then many of them say, can you talk to my parents about that? And I cannot convince the parents, but I can explain mm -hmm. to my students why their parents feel that right. grades do define them. Because sometimes their grades define the parents' worth, not mm -hmm. exactly the, the child's worth. And we feel that we did something wrong based on our child's behavior their decisions, and even the way they communicate. It's like, wait, I did not raise you to speak that way, or I didn't yeah. raise you. And they're just coming into their own being. And that disrespectfulness, I remind them, isn't disrespect. They're truly trying to, you know, like that chick in that egg. And when they pop out of there, you think, wait a minute, you're not doing it right. <laughs> you know, But they have their own journey that's difficult to trust sometimes. Mm -hmm. And, 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 you know, of course, I'm pretty sure the years of experience as a educator, mentor, what do you think is the biggest problem educators are currently facing? I think you dabbled on, on it earlier. I think all teachers are so stressed in meeting the academic standards mm -hmm. and making sure that their students do what the curriculum mandates not realizing that every child learns differently. They have a learning style that's different, a love language that's different. But as a teacher, it's really hard to personalize. Even when you have an IEP, right, an individualized education plan, it goes out the window because you literally have 20 plus more students that think differently, that might not be engaged because of personal problems, stress, mental health issues. And that could be as little as, you know, I don't know if I'm smart enough. I don't know if I can uh, meet my teacher's standards. And the teacher is just like in the, this education mode, which mm -hmm. I, I felt I made that mistake. I have a funny story. One day, one of my students got stung by a bee in McDonald's. I used to tutor there. And I took the stinger out and I said, okay, we, oh, it's really sore. It's really hot, sore. I know, but you know, we only have 20 minutes left and we need to do these six problems. <laughs> I, oh no! After I left, um, I apologized at the next session and I thought, what am I doing? Because the parents, I felt my job mm. was to make sure that the parents were happy with my tutoring service, mm. not realizing, and I tell all parents, it is never about academics. Yes. It's never about finding the right answer. So mm -hmm. now I don't correct. Mm -hmm. I don't correct my students. I want them to turn it in. And the new thing is be okay with the grade. You know, the yes. teachers are all about, you need to wait, you got an 80. Okay. What, what can we do to move it up to a 90? You got a 95. Well, what can we do to <laughs> Yes, you know, get the the next higher grade and feel that that's what your worth is defined. Basically, mm -hmm. I'm glad that we're we're speaking everything in existence right now because it would have been such a great conversation to have when I first started homeschooling. <laughs> that oh, was years ago. 
you know, homeschooling, I got to learn more about myself as a parent and how I was teaching my children. And I know in school, like you mentioned, there is a teacher's guide, you know, but what we learned was, how did you get that answer? Let's talk about it. You yes. know, instead of labeling, okay, you failed this subject. Just like what you said about the, the, the bee stuff. I'm, I'm never going to forget that now because I, like all the memories come back. I tried to have my own little classroom in my lounge room. I'm like, no, they're all different, you know, but thank you. Thank you for that reminder to everyone who's listening right now. I hope you guys can follow Karen at letting go with Aloha um, because this is such a, um, you know, it, it's a big importance to understand this, you know, not only as a teacher, but just an individual that loves to mentor others. Right. It's not about them getting it. It's about you guiding them to feel comfortable. And that's where I understood that my my child was able to communicate with me the answer because he felt comfortable in the space that we're creating. Right. See, and that's a secret, though. How do you get them to be comfortable when they are scared to give you the wrong yeah. answer? Mm -hmm. I've had um, I remember this one just this past week. Miss Karen, is it is it OK if I get it wrong? And I remind him, it is okay if you get every single one wrong. Really? Yes. And that's a new thing because, you know, when I see report cards, I saw one almost straight F. My immediate reaction was like, what can we do? Right. And then I thought he needs to be okay that he is enough where he's at. Yes. Because otherwise they really believe that they represent that F, that they are a failure mm -hmm. as a human being, not that they might not, you know, master academic standards. Right. And speaking of mentors, I'm pretty sure that you have many that have guided you because you are so, I love the confidence. I love that I meet like-minded women. Shout out to all the, the amazing authors there um, uh, with the Power to Rise book. So we'll talk about that later. So speaking of mentors, Karen, who are you? Who, do you have a mentor? And if so, who are they? And why? Well, I have a strong tribe. I mean, Deslin has really helped me with my confidence. I always used to think that my competence was based on whether I could help a child raise their grade, whether I could, you know, and then she reminded me it really is more about mental health. And as an educator, it was difficult to tell parents grades don't matter because that's what they hired me for. And I'm not saying that, oh, yes, we're, we're going to like not even care about the grades, but we're caring about that, that potential that they have regarding self-worth. Yes. So I love when you put that in love with me, very few kids would even say that they do love themselves because they focus on the weaknesses. I'm, I'm really, someone said, I'm, I have a bad rememory as mm -hmm. a five-year-old. And so I teach them how the brain works. You have to really reprogram your brain and say, I'm getting better and better. So it's really cute. They'll come back and say, you know, my mom told me that I made a mistake and I reminded her, Miss Karen said, it was okay to make a mistake, right? And it's funny that it's children reminding us and then, us reminding ourselves because as an educator, I thought I needed, they hired me. I needed to have the right answer. You know, in line with that, I have also an amazing um, woman who's part of my tribe since grade two, who has birthed this beautiful, uh, uh, I want to say product or even like a, a passion project. So let's listen to XOXSAS and I'm sure Karen, you will love this. We'll be right back with Miss Karen Gibson. <laughs> Thank you. 
Every child has a right to play. Every child deserves a bright future. Every child has a right to be who they are. To express themselves. To laugh. To live peacefully. To live. Every child deserves to be loved. back guys with Karen Gibson and as you can see yes we are loved because we are here with such an amazing woman who has co-authored or authored many books my goodness tell me about these books mama's got gotta let go book oh gosh I need I need a copy of that and we have yes is that 100 parenting tips book and of course the power to rise book Yes, that Mama's Gotta Let Go book was based on my diary where I just was crushed when my eldest left for college. Mm. It was to the point where I really didn't know if I could survive. I thought, how does, you know, people talk about childbirth, the pain of childbirth, but no one talks about when your child moves away and no matter how old they are. Right. You know, so I base it on, on my journey. And I talk about how to let go. Every chapter has a little exercise on how to let go. And it could be as simple as today, don't remind your child to do their homework. Don't remind them, you know, when to get up, when, you know, your deadlines, just let them make mistakes and let them know, like, I love that video. I think every parent should show that video because a lot of my students don't feel accepted unless they get the right grade. Um, during the pandemic, I came up with 100 parenting tips and inspired by the pandemic um, said to just do a couple of weeks. And I just kept going on and on. And I ended up writing 100 of them also on my Instagram. And it was a little, you know, parenting tip of the day, which turned into um, all 100. And I think it's not just during the pandemic. It was inspired, but it's everything from how to teach, uh, you know, like, financial knowledge or how to teach self-confidence, how to discover their love language. 
And then, of course, lastly, um, Sandy Davies um, asked me to write a, a chapter, and my chapter is the gift of a failed suicide attempt. Hmm. So that was a big one for me to be vulnerable and share what happened um, 27 years ago. So I think I have experienced a lot of um, adversity, mm-hmm. you know, losing my mom in October of 2021 and just really needing to, like Sandy says, rise above no matter no matter what and, and just inspire others too, that no matter what's going on, that there is hope. Amazing. And, you know, you are definitely sharing such a powerful message to anyone out there who is feeling that you are alone you're never alone you have a tribe you have karen and i so please feel free to um you know if this inspires you reach out to us you know i I think our 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 online presence the reason why we're here is because we want to speak with a welcome, you know, the door is always welcome so that uh, you know that you you can have um, guidance or even just someone to listen. And uh, I think Karen has mentioned that reg- regardless of all the people that we mentor, all the people we educate, you know, I think it is our purpose to pass on our experiences. And thank you, Karen, for, for being vulnerable, mm-hmm. for being part of these books, for being part of... Um, you know, the, the the lives of many who are voiceless, right? So, of course, these books are available on your websites. And yes. where, else, where, where else can they grab a copy? Um, Amazon has all three. Barnes mm-hmm. & Noble does have the 100 Parenting Tip books, but Amazon also has it. I think what you said um, is so true that some people feel like they're voiceless, but um, my latest endeavor is uh, Ohana or family coaching. You know, a lot of people feel that, oh, as parents, I just need to have the answers. I don't want to screw up. Yes. And if they lean on people like us who just sometimes just being there, you know, mm-hmm. knowing that you don't have to solve all the problems, but just know that what you're doing is okay. Mm-hmm. We're not going to screw up, you know, that that our kids are more resilient than we realize. And, and yes. so are we. They don't break. <laughs> we think they're going to break. <laughs> our heart might break in the process, but you know what? <laughs> They'll be okay. My goodness, um, you are definitely um, someone that I was meant to meet. And thank you for the reminder that let go, let them be, because they will always come back to you when they know that you have given them love. And that's me right now, you know, in my 40s, calling my mom every day, (laughs) asking for her help, you know. And um, I, too, Karen, was in your shoes, one um, one of them did leave for college, but we're re- re- all reunited again. But wow, what an experience. You're right. Nobody, and m- maybe now there is, but you, you don't really expect to feel what you feel when they, they leave your home, right? Well, it's an empty feeling and you feel yes. so, talk about not in control because you don't know where they are, what they're doing, who they're with, yes. and, which is why I'm telling a lot of parents, trust their journey. And they'll look at me saying, no, I, I can't do that. Anything else that I can do? <laughs> but if we don't trust, mm-hmm. we'll go crazy, which is why, you know, how mama's got to let go without losing your sanity. Mm-hmm. I'm not promising that you'll you'll not, you know, I think we all lose our sanity at one point or another, but just trust that 
that we'll be okay, mm-hmm. even if we don't trust, you know, but just that little, I'm going to just to be okay for an hour, you know, if it's, it gets to the point where you're having a panic attack, because you think, oh my gosh, my daughter's driving in California. Oh, what's going to happen? Yes. Oh my goodness. And, and, you know, like, uh, Deslin is sharing, uh, you know, we love our children to the point that sometimes we forget ourselves. Yes. So I want to ask you, Karen, what does your me time look like? How do you take a breather? Great question. I do. I, in fact, have to remind my my family, you know, I need my yoga time. Mm. I need my meditation time. If they say, but mom, 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 mom. I'm like, you know what? Even if it's 10 minutes, I need 10 minutes because sometimes it's, you know, you you just, Desla knows. I mean, I need my little mini naps, my mini meditations. I tutor a lot and my schedule is crazy. So Mm. intermittent naps, deep breathing, you're in traffic, Take an opportunity to deep breathe for two minutes. You're standing in line. Your child is yelling at you, rolling their eyes. Look at them. I've tried this with my students who are like, no, I don't want to do this. And I look at them. And my latest thing is, it's okay. You don't have to. You can hate every minute of it. You can hate every minute of it. You, ju- you just, you know, are, I'm here to help you. And they look at you like, I can hate every minute of it. And they laugh. They, they really laugh because you give them permission. Mm-hmm. You can feel whatever you feel, but as a mom or as a dad or a caregiver, you need those moments of me time. Yes. Yes, guys, we are only humans. We are not robots. We need to also restart ourselves. Yes. <laughs> but, you know, there's so many things that we can talk about, and I, I am really excited to see the possibilities and more collaborations that we can uh, birth or even... Um, just be each other's uh, leaning shoulder because definitely I'm going to be texting you. Before, <laughs> Please do. Before, do the same. Yes, for, the, for, for today and since our topic is owning your craft, Karen, please share with everyone how important is it for someone to own their own craft? I think it is so important. I notice that parents who feel empty, it's because they're not owning their craft. They don't even know what their craft is. And it's okay not to know, but continue on that journey in self-discovery. Find out what fills your heart. I just had this discussion with a a father and he said, you know, I've always wanted to do IT. Mm -hmm. And I said, how does it make you feel? He goes, you know, it makes me feel happy again. Then pursue it. You know, whatever you used to want, Revisit that chapter in your life and just find joy, which Mm -hmm. can turn into a craft, which can turn into a whole new career. 100% guys, Uh, Miss Karen Gibson here has shared it. I can't help it. (laughs) I miss miss my teachers now, you know, when you were younger, it's like, ah, not this subject again, right? Not Not this class again, but wow, I'm very grateful. I'm grateful for my mentors and up until now all the educators thank you karen for being such an inspiration to the youth um just so we can have fun too i want to do a a a quick rapid fire questions before i say see you later to you i know you've got a busy day if you're game give me a thumbs up because i'm always game. of course (laughs) all right so let's get it started karen describe yourself in two words oh gosh um persevering sloth. Mm. I know that sounds um, ironic, but I think 
this loss, be present, hmm. be, you know, very at your own pace, but never give up. Yes. Love that. All right. Next. What is the first book that made you cry? Oh gosh. It sounds very corny, but I think it was, um, the notebook. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> and, and speaking of books, if you had to write a book tomorrow, what would you write about? You know what? I just started this this past week. It is revisiting um, a book I started in 2019. It's called My Mom's Alzheimer's Journey mm. from Tokyo to Honolulu to Oblivion. And that's what I, I really feel that I, I meant to write that. Wow. Let's look out for that, guys. And when you were a little girl, what was your dream job? You know, it's really funny. I wanted to be a teacher. Ooh. I wanted to. It's so funny. I had to be the teacher when we played school. But I just thought it was neat to write on the whiteboard. Yeah. I didn't realize that there's a lot more than writing on the right whiteboard. But I thought it was fun. But hey, look at you now. You're meant to be. And of course, uh, since we're talking about books, what a, what's a book that you can recommend for your listeners? You know, lately, well, I think The Power to Rise Above. I'm still reading a lot of the stories in here, but if there's any book that talks about adversity and overcoming it, I think everyone, whether you're a parent or not, you can relate to just navigating this. It's almost like a mixed web of wires and you don't know how to, you know, come out of the, the mesh of destruction sometimes, mm -hmm. but I think it's very inspiring. I think all of us need something to, to inspire us. Definitely. And speaking of uh, inspiration, just like what Karen shared back in 2015, I put my passion into existence and uh, I want to share with you uh, a, a little bit of what we do as uh, as a team, a company and a family. So before we say our see you later, Karen, check this out. Mafe Management is a company dedicated to empowering individuals and businesses in PR and marketing, social media management, online show and podcast production, business consulting, graphic design, photography and videography, workshops and classes, events management, personality development, logo creation, illustrations and animation in working together to turn their dreams into reality. Get one step closer to elevating yourself and your business by contacting hello at mafemanagement.com. Let us empower you. Yes, thank you. Wow. <laughs> You are Wonder Woman. <laughs> we can talk, but thank you for the empowering um, individuals and inspirations for making today's episode happen. We have BUSA, Belasco Unlimited Skills Academy, of course, MMC team and family, XOX, SAS, Yona, and the Wellbeing Boost Program by Kimmy Lu. Of course, Karen, I would love for you to take this chance to give your shout outs and, of course, invite everyone again how they can find you. Letting Go with Aloha, Instagram, lettinggothaloha.com, my website. I'm on TikTok, 
also Letting Go with Aloha. And you can reach me, email Karen at lettinggowithaloha.com. Yes, there you have it, guys. And of course, we always um, somehow do not like to end such a great conversation, but never know, guys. We might have a part two with uh, Karen right here. She has many more things to inspire you guys with. Um, but for everything that she shared today, I hope you guys um, had many takeaways. And I thank everyone for showing your support. Maraming salamat po sa viewers in Kumu. And I hope you all are deeply inspired by Karen's journey. And don't forget to follow our social media accounts. Turn on the notification bell for the next show of In Love With Me. And once again, everyone, I am Mafe Yunon Velasco reminding you that you should love and be proud of your own story to tell. And what do I always say? Actions speak louder than words. And God bless everyone. Thank you, Karen. Thank you.